on the 144th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we keep our rankings going with the top 50 wide receivers. Unlike the running backs, this field is extremely deep, and there will be good receivers to be had in those later rounds. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. As we continue our preseason rankings episode, uh, this time we have the top 50 receivers, definitely the deepest position group of, of any of them, just because pretty much 1 through 50, you're going to find guys that will contribute decently for your team, as long as you don't completely fuck it up. But, yeah, no, just very, don't fuck it up. Yeah, very deep position group. Uh, I think we said it in the last episode, but you can definitely wait and just load up on running backs, and then find your your gems in like the even like the like thirties and forties for receivers, and still be successful. It definitely was uh, going through the receivers. I was like, wow, I'm at like twenty nine, thirty. I'm like, this guy's good. It's a good receiver. Even even at fifty, I felt like I was I felt like I was. Um really holding people off that I wanted to put on. And I can't remember a year we've done these rankings where I've gotten to the bottom and I'm like, you know, don't feel bad about having this guy on my team. Uh, yeah. And I think that that's credited to the last really two years of rookie classes have blown up wide receiver wise. Mm-hmm. So it just in the last two years alone, you have, 10 to 10 wide receivers that are all startable. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It, it really is like you mentioned, like I had a difficult time being like, oh, who's going to make the 50? Like, it really, not really like it matters. I mean, like 50, 51, 52, whatever. But like just not being able to put him on the list, I'm like, oh man, that guy should be on this list. And he's not. But. For sure. I had a lot of fun with wide receivers. This is my favorite one. I think I um, I really went off of a lot of expert uh, picks and projections much more than I did with running backs. And when I mean went off, I mean like I differed a lot. Um, yeah, I really I really liked the wide receiver rankings. I think I did some good deviation from uh, from the norm. Uh, maybe not like top five or six, but I think when you get down to that meat of like maybe like eight through like twenty, like there's like a yeah, there's a little Zigging while they're zagging, you know, situation. Yeah, the top, the top ten. Actually, the top eleven. I, I struggled with the order of them, but I remained pretty consistent based on things I've seen. And I think there's definitely tiers instead of like, you know, top fifty, top ten, top twenty, top thirty. To me, there's like really clear tiers. Yeah. No, I could see that. I could see that. Um. All right, so how we want to do this, Brian? Since you were not able to go first in quarterback or running back, would you like to do your top five first? Sure. This will let me start with these tiers. There you go. I think a tier all in of his own. Number one, Devonte Adams. Um, you know, he has volume, touchdown, the great quarterback, and the yearly consistency. I uh, that's yeah <laughs> that's kind of the four horsemen of the wide receiver apocalypse. Right there. <laughs> There's nothing more you could want out of your wide receiver 
Um, he has to be number one. It was always just a matter of Rodgers was playing or not. Uh, number two, and I, I have him pretty clear cut. I, well, I have maybe this is my second tier. It's two, three, four. Number two is Tyreek Hill. Uh, the, you know, they shipped off a lot of people, so I just think he's going to get more opportunity. Um, even the, not that he needs it. Then Stefan Diggs, number three, uh, absolutely insane last year. DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, number four, because of his uh, consistency and volume. Uh, only six TDs last year, uh, but 115 catches and 1,400 yards. So if that bumps up to 10 TDs, then, yeah, that's an insane year. And then uh, number five is where I had a lot of trouble. I went back between three people over and over and over, and I uh, – I land on Calvin Ridley only because he's the clear number one option in a decent to good offense. That's right. You always, you always need the opportunity. Or at least the Now, am I doing top 10 because there's 50 or am I? No, we'll, we'll, we, I think we do for the top 10, we could do 5 and 5 and then do 10s and 10s. Okay. Or do, you know, something right. like that. Um, Probably should have mentioned that before. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, John, you want me to go or you want to go? All right, there we go. All right, so I mean, mine's same five guys, just different order. Um, I'm with I'm with Brian Devontae Adams, number one, clear cut, number one guy. Um, number two, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I mean, that offense in Kansas City is ridiculous, and he's he's ridiculous. Uh, I have number three, Calvin Ridley. I think this is the year. Um, Julio's gone. The offense isn't terrible. They have another. Uh, uh, passing option or receiving option in Kyle Pitts that you drafted in tight end. I think Calvin really is, this is the year, this is the time for him to shine um, as that number one in Atlanta. Uh, number four, DeAndre Hopkins. I almost made him third because I really like Hopkins and you know, with him and Murray in the second year should be even better. But he's my number four. Number five is Stefan Diggs. Um, I mean, the dude was sick last year. I don't know if he's going to get the same amount of receptions as he did this year, but if touchdowns, like Brian said, go up, it could be even better. But I still have him as my number five. And it's not a bad thing, to be honest, with the, the group of guys that he's ranked with. John? Okay. Um, all right. My number one, uh, pretty much, I think it's similar. Devontae Adams, number one. Tyreek Hill, number two. Stefan Diggs, number three. DeAndre Hopkins, four. And... Uh, I've always been higher than the consensus on this guy, but it's just DK Metcalf, number five, physical freak. Keeps adding to his bag of tricks. No oh. longer just no longer just runs go routes. He can actually turn and shit. I'm a little uh, worried about DK this year, not because of his uh, ability, but because of the offensive coordinator they have. Yeah, but still Russell Wilson. They're still they're still gonna take a shit ton of deep shots. Every everything I'm hearing and reading out of their camp is that they, you know, and Wilson might abandon this midway through the year if it doesn't work. Is that they're really trying to get him not to hold the ball like he always does and launch it deep. They really want a fast Rams type attack um, where they could dump it off and slant and. Do a lot more stuff. They they just want to get away from the play action, chuck it deep type thing. Bomb, which... bomb Tyler Lockett. <laughs> I don't know. When yeah. when you have a quarterback that throws the prettiest deep ball in the league, you, like you're just not going to go away from that the entire time. Well, 
But look, that could help him, you know, if there's more targets and say, if he's turning, you know, two catches for 80 yards into five catches for 60 yards, there's one's that second one is better for PPR. So yeah, that's true. Um, it could help him. I just, right, I just I'll don't, I just, I just don't think he's in there with the top five guys. That's just, that's, I don't think he's there yet. I don't think he gets the enough volume. I, I don't. I'm not sure there. There's a a world where he has the volume to be there. But yeah. I, I mean, it's not ridiculous. He's, I think, probably going to be in all of our top tens. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. For sure. So it's not. It's not like we're <laughs> we're splitting hairs here. <laughs> um, I just think you know, only eighty-three receptions, turn that into thirteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns. That's, I mean, that's production right there for the amount of reception. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's, let's roll through six through ten, and see what uh, I'm sure DK like you said DK Metcalf's there for you. So let's start with number six. Right. Yeah, I have. So while I was talking about tears, um, Hill, Diggs, Hopkins were kind of in my tier two then Ridley started my tier three with um these three other these two other guys that I had trouble ranking number six is Justin Jefferson um you know 1400 yards and he barely got targeted the first two games I seven games with over 100 yards in a rookie season and you know he he kind of got a lot of the touch the wide receiver touchdowns vultured by Thielen, who had 14, I don't think that happens again. Jesus. Although, Thielen's a great red zone target. for uh, Weirdly, for his size, he sniffs out the red zone well. Um, but still, 14, You, I, I think that number comes down and Justin Jefferson's comes up. So I was really tempted to put him five. Um, seven is A.J. Brown. I, I think uh, he's one of the best talented receivers in the league. Just not on, you know the highest production offense. Well, actually, I could be wrong about that. Their defense is pretty terrible, so they're probably going to be throwing (laughs) more than people think. Uh, Eight is Keenan Allen. He's going to get 140 targets. You just hope he does great things with them. Um, Hell yeah. And then eight, nine, and ten I had a lot of trouble with as well. Um, Eight, Keenan Allen. Nine, I put Scary Terry. Uh, You know... He had 134 targets last year, and it only turned into four touchdowns and 87 receptions, which just tells me that Dwayne Haskins was really bad at getting the ball to him. Uh, I want to see that with Fitzpatrick. And then 10, I have DK Metcalf. A little low comparatively to a lot of rankings, but uh, I explained that already. Yeah. All right, I'll roll my 6 through through 10. Uh, Number 6, Justin Jefferson, all for the reasons that Brian mentioned earlier. Not going to get into it. Number seven, DK Metcalf. Um, again, we discussed him before. Number eight, Keenan Allen. I actually, I had a tough time with that too. Maybe I think Keenan Allen maybe could, you know, leapfrog DK for number seven. But again, that's really splitting hairs. Uh, Keenan Allen just gets targeted like crazy. I think Justin Herbert. I think I would say two thirds of all of his targets are going to go to Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, number nine, I actually have Allen Robinson. This is actually the highest I think I've ever ranked Allen wow. Robinson. And um, I don't know, you know, every year he just keeps doing it with shitty quarterbacks and shitty quarterbacks and shitty quarterbacks. And now, if Justin Fields gets on the on on the on the field, um, I think he could see good things for him. So I'm hoping he starts sooner than rather than later. 
Um, and number 10, I ran... What's up? No, no, keep going. I'll do yeah. it after you. And number 10, uh, I rounded it out with A.J. Brown because, like Brian said, the dude's a beast. And Tennessee might throw more than you think, and Julio should grab some coverage. I, uh, I had Allen Robinson at 8 when I first put this together. And then I just kept thinking about how, like, everything, just the way everyone's talking, it just seems like the team is so intent on starting the Red, Ride, the Red Rocket. And God forbid he wins a couple games out the gate. It might be, like, Excellent. four games until we see... Isn't he, isn't he the red? Isn't he the red rifle? Isn't red rocket the thing from South Park with the dog? Yeah, that's a dick. Well, that's a, a, yeah, dog's dick. Well, what's the dick? Whatever. Andy Dalton is their dog dick or the red rifle? Oh, that's funny. Okay, uh, my number six, Justin Jefferson. Number seven, Calvin Ridley. The he was my last year's uh, nominee for the Chris Godwin breakout uh, nominee. I got, I've got to figure out who I want to do that for that one right now but uh number eight aj brown number nine cd lamb uh first mention of him on top 10 just great offense and he's just gonna skyrocket one of those you know second third year guys that are just taking over the entire wide receiving core and then our boy number 10 keenan allen i i see a lot of people ranking cd lamb in the top 10 Uh, um yeah i mean he's i feel like he's gonna be absolutely amazing i just there's just so much competition. I mean, it was the same competition last year, and he shines pretty much above all of them. And with Dak that. last year, and with Dak last, you know, for the first five or six games or whatever, they had one of the best offenses in the league. Yeah, that's the thing is Dak. He's got to stay healthy for CD Lamb's value to to matter a lot because if he goes down again or something happens, that's going to be real, real bad again because too many mouths to feed and. Who the hell yeah. is going to throw them? Who's, who's throwing them the ball is really what it comes down to. Gucci I'm also, Ben I'm also really high on Cooper. I feel like people are forgetting Amari Cooper, who's just, ever since he got there, when Dak plays, he's a top 10 guy. It's like He's done nothing but be consistent since he's gotten to uh, the Cowboys. I got him in my top 20. <laughs> I got him a lot higher than, uh, than a lot of rankings, but we'll get there right now. Um <laughs> 11 is Allen Robinson. Uh, yeah, we talked about it. If Fields plays, if Fields starts early, uh, yeah, you could be getting a top five guy. Hell yeah. He's just, he's just so good. There's no, there's no denying it. He puts up a thousand yards every year with bum quarterbacks. Just imagine if he had like Pat Mahomes as his quarterback or just like not even, not even that good. Like what if he had like, you wouldn't hate him. Like, I, you you wouldn't I wouldn't hate him. You're right. What if even if he had, what if he had Kirk Cousins as his quarterback? Like the dude would ball. Like he would go nuts. Like you said, he'd be a top five, possibly top three wide receiver, based on the fact that he just been getting thrown to by garbage for the majority of his career or for his whole career. Yeah, we'd be talking about him a little different, uh, his career wise, um, if he had any type of decent quarterback. All right, so number 12 is uh, my first. This is my Chris Godwin, if I'm going to pick one for John. This is my first deviation by far from the uh, experts. I'm going Deontay Johnson. Ooh, way up there. 
Yeah, 144 targets last year and only his second year. He had problems with drops, but he uh, kind of shored that up at the end of the year. Uh, I think his 923 yards will improve with a healthier, slimmer Ben, probably Ben's last year, last hurrah. Um, and I also think they're souring on Juju, so I don't think those targets are going to him. Maybe more to Claypool. Uh, then there's a little nugget just from having him last year where three weeks he he either sat out or he got knocked out right in the first quarter. And for three full weeks, he had three targets total. Uh, so that means in his healthy weeks, he was, he averaged 11 targets a game, which is just absolutely Ridiculous, absurd. Yeah. If he can, you know, if he could just find the end zone a little, little more and up his yards per catch two yards, then we're just looking at a Keenan Allen type player. Uh, and I think the offense is just going to be better all around, which will help him out. So, He's my uh, he's the guy that I'm much higher on than anybody else. All right. I'm doing 13, another one that I bumped up a little, Mike Evans. Uh, once he started rolling with Tom Brady after the first four or five weeks, things got really good. He's never had a season in his career. How many years? One, two, three, four, five, seven years. He's never had under 1,000 yards. You know you're getting a 1,000-yard receiver. Um, just right off the bat. You're saying, 1,000-yard receiver, it's the 13 ranks on my list. I know what I'm getting. Number 14 and 15 went back and forth 100 times. I put Amari Cooper right above C.D. Lamb. Um, I think C.D. Lamb's going to be great and could obviously outdo Amari Cooper, but he's been, you know, Dak's favorite weapon since he's gotten there. And I'll take the guy I know is going to get 1,000 yards, but... Again, splitting hairs on that one. 16 is Bob Woods, old reliable. You're getting a 900-yard receiver at the least. 17, Chris Godwin. Um, it seemed like Brady liked Evans a lot more than Godwin when they were both healthy. 18, Cooper Cup. So in my, uh, my 13 to 18 are just wide receivers from three teams that I didn't know how to rank. <laughs> Between Evans, Cooper, Lamb, Woods, Godwin, and Cup. Whatever. I like those three offenses. They're three great offenses. Give me any of those six wide receivers. I'll be happy. 19 is Julio Jones. I couldn't leave him out of the top 20. Wow. He's still phenomenal. I mean, he's a great receiver. What? I, I don't know. What, what are we all doing as people ranking him in the low 20s? It's Julio Jones. We Until... He was a little injured last year, but until he shows that when he's healthy, he can't catch the ball and be better than everybody, I'll, I'll put him down. And then I rounded up to top 20 with DJ Moore. Signed a nice contract. They obviously love him here, but I have questions about his quarterback. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, I'll roll through. I have, I do have CD Lamb 11. I, uh, I'm with John on this one. I really like him. Uh, I think he's going to overtake Cooper as the, uh, as the guy. Not saying that Cooper's not going to do well because that offense should be great around Dak and there should be multiple mouths that can get fed, uh, very well. Number 12, he will, again, forever be one of our boys, is Bobby Woods. He was good on an offense run by Jared Goff. I would, I'm, excited to see him with Matt Stafford the dude just he gobbles up targets he just he does everything I just 
I'm excited to see him with a real quarterback. Uh, I, I I'm predicting over 100 receptions for this guy. 100 plus receptions for Robert Woods this season. Loving it. 13 scary Terry. Probably a little too low, but you know you have concerns with QBs. I mean Fitzpatrick is is good, but not always consistent. And who knows? Like that that defense is so damn good. They just might run the ball a lot, and games might be really low scoring. Uh, when it comes to games in Washington. Number 14, Julio Jones. There was no way I was keeping him at top 15. I love Julio. Um, I'm happy to see him outside of uh, the NFC South for sure. And uh, he's got a lot left in the tank. And like you said before, Tennessee's defense, probably not that good this year. So they're going to be throwing it just a little bit more than you expect. 15, DJ Moore, at the end of last season, came on real strong. And... I really like his his talent, and there are concerns with the quarterback situation there in Carolina, but I think the talent should win out. Number 16 and 17, I got back-to-back, because why not? Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I know Mike Evans always gets 1,000 yards, but all the guys above him can also get 1,000 yards, and I just worry that Tom Brady just throws to the open target. And another year of Antonio Brown can, I think, hurt their value a little bit and if Gronk stays healthy that could always always uh hurt because he'll just spread the ball around um number 18 T Higgins love what I saw from him last year in Cincinnati I think he'll be the number one for Joe Burrow uh Jamar Chase is uh struggling a bit and I think Higgins will still will be the number one guy surpassing Boyd and just love what I saw from him last year speaking of young guys who have just been blowing up the league for the past few years he's definitely one of them Number 19, Amari Cooper, for all the reasons mentioned before by Brian. And number 20, Brandon Ayuk, uh, looked solid. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, definitely get him the ball well, but we're hoping that uh, that lasts for a short time when we get uh, Lance in there and Ayuk can do his thing because that, that kid is uh, like a fucking Swiss Army knife. He can do it all, and I really like him. So Yeah, it's really nice into that offense. Um, all right, my number 11 is Terry McLaren. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think I mentioned it last last uh, episode, or, yeah, last episode for the quarterbacks. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, in the first year, whenever he's at a place, always has a, a top 12 receiver. Like, always. He always has one guy that he just trusts really, like, a lot in that offense, and they constantly find him. Terry McLaren did a lot with shit last year, so uh, I expect that to continue. I, I kind of wanted to push him higher, but... 11 is as high as I could go. Uh, 12, I had Mike Evans. I thought that was just kind of a name recognition pick by myself, but then Brian kind of convinced me. Uh, 13, DJ Moore. Uh, I don't know if he's too good to be a breakout guy, but he's had like, what, 1,100 yards his first two seasons. I mean, who, who's the Panthers quarterback that they have uh, questions about? No, oh, come on, man. Sam Darn. Oh, sorry. Okay, I forgot about that. Um, and then 14, Julio Jones. I couldn't, I couldn't drop him any lower than that. It, it just felt weird. That does feel weird. Uh, uh, 15, Cooper Cup. A lot of yards in that offense. Uh, 16, Allen Robinson. Although I feel like that's really low after what you guys just talked about. You guys convinced me a lot on that one. <laughs> uh, although it is the Bears. They still have the same offense, the same shit coaching. Uh, so that could also screw them over. Uh, 17, Amari Cooper. 18, Chris Godwin. 19, our boy Bobby Woods, and 20, Tyler Lockett. 
although this whole Seattle uh, crumb home that we're talking about has, has got me a little worried. I'm, su- I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> you, know, you got. I'm surprised you got Bobby Woods so uh, so low. I thought. Uh, uh, I mean, who, who, I don't know who are you taking off. He doesn't want to be a homer. I mean, I just think the dude that you know gets ninety plus receptions with fucking Jared Goff. Just, I just like Stafford doing a little more. You know, I don't know. Well, I, I just, mean, they have a bunch of targets too. So they have a bunch around. of targets. They got him and they got him and Cup. I mean, who, who's the other targets? Who's Josh the, Reynolds. Uh, all right, all right. You, you you just said Josh Reynolds. You you just said like like that like that's the target. That that yeah, he's a wide receiver. I mean, he, he was pretty good. No, he's he's like mediocre well, at best. He's had two elite. He's had one elite year in his career. Bob Woods, so it you know I I get it. It's not. I think we inflate him a little bit. He's solid, but he's never. He doesn't have the upside of anybody. How dare you? Above him. both of you. Yeah, I was like, who are you taking off? I mean, you, you get to, you're a boy for reasons because you're not a, you know, Justin Jefferson. You're not a Julio Jones. You're not a, a DeAndre Hopkins. You're not like yeah. those guys. No, no, no. There's different. There's differences between boys of the week and our boys. Yeah, There's a big difference. No, for sure. The big Austin Eckler started out as a boy of the week, and then he became a boy, and now he's a full-grown man. No, now but, he's a full-grown man. Yeah, but we I still don't about I still think that um, Bob Woods is a is a boy, not a full-grown oh. man. I think he's I'm going sorry. through like I think he's going through puberty. How dare both yeah. of you? He's never he, look. He's a tween right he, now. He's topped out as in his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight season career. He's topped out at six touchdowns. 1,200 yards and 90 catches. So he's I, never had – he has a clear ceiling. I understand that, but the last three seasons, 86, 90, 90 receptions, 1,200, 1,100, and then 963. And then, yeah, the touchdown six two six. obviously not great. Um, but, again, all that with Jared Goff. I'm telling I mean, you, very, there's going to be – there's going to be an uptick because yeah, of Stafford. I'm telling you. The tw- can there be more of an uptick than the 1,200-yard season where – the Rams had the best offense in football by a mile. I think there could be a hundred. Like I, I think it could be a hundred, twelve or thirteen, and then maybe nine touchdowns. All right, but you well, is this like the extra game, or are we, we prorating this for sixteen games too? No, I'm, I'm right. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm not really even thinking of it like that. I'm just thinking in oh, okay. generalities. But yeah, like I still think he could he could be a number. He could be a top twelve wide receiver for but, sure. Yeah, it was like how much better that was. They were by far the best offense in the league. It was like revolutionary. Jared Goff was, and he was playing at MVP levels. But people were saying, but different story. You, people were saying, are you going to apologize for bashing Jared Goff when he sucked the first two years? But different story yeah. is they also had, uh, like Todd Gurley, Cooks, and Cup to help out with that. I think now it's going to be. Robert, it's all Robert Woods, baby. It's all Robert Woods. Woods and Super Cup. It's all, well, all Woods and Cup. Well, we all and have him in our top Wells. twenty, so nothing, nothing disrespectful to Bob Woods. We all love you. Um, and all right, Wells. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Tyler Lockett twenty one. Uh, yeah, he wor- his lack of production half of the games of the season is really worrisome, but he also can win you a few games a year. The most fr- one of the most most frustrating guys to own, for sure. Um, but a Not guy that could, have on your roster, a guy that could outright win you three games in a season, you know, deserves to be ranked fairly high, and that's a testament to how deep the wide receiver class is that he doesn't crack the top twenty. Um, 
22 T. Higgins, we all love him. Uh, we were enamored by him last year, and I, I think he's the best wide receiver on that roster, even with Jamar Chase. Yep. Uh, 23, Mr. 14 touchdowns, Adam Thielen, even though I think that number's coming down a lot and he's getting older. Um, he always went, he always finishes the season in the top 20, so I couldn't push him much further down. Uh, Kenny Galladay, 24. I don't like this. I don't like his, his camp. <laughs> I don't like that he hasn't practiced once. Mm-mm. I don't like that, you know. They, that the offensive line can't really block for Daniel that Jones. Off, yeah, that Daniel Jones is his quarterback. Is, yeah, but he has a terrible quarterback. <laughs> but he is by far the best option on that team at the pass-catching position. And he's not – there's really nobody close to him. There, it's there's it's so far down skill-wise the next closest pass catcher. Um, so if he does stay healthy and the offense is halfway decent, he's probably going to finish higher than this. Uh, 25 is Ayuk. He's not going to get a lot of targets. You know, Debo's back. They didn't have Debo last year. Kittle was injured a lot. So I really think people are, are ranking Ayuk too high. But he's going to have to be like a Tyreek Hill type thing. Which, you know, he showed a lot of skill where he could, just not uh, as fast, but close. So I, I still have him in my top 25. So he's going to have to do a lot with a little. 26, how the mighty has fallen. OBJ. Mm. I can't believe I'm ranking him 26 for a wide receiver. I got him lower. But <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you get when you dig around every year and get injured. Uh, <laughs> Now, these these next two are interesting. Uh, 27, John, this is you're going to love this one. This is my secondary breakout guy who I think is going to possibly be a very high wide receiver, too. Corey Davis. Nice. Uh, Wow. Again, I I think he's the most talented guy on that team, pass catcher-wise. And it looks like the Jets might have a good quarterback. I mean, he... Let's not jinx it. It's preseason. Let's not jinx it. Well, I don't care. I can jinx it. But he's looked just insane. Even though it's preseason, the throws he makes are just not throws that quarterbacks can make usually. So if they can protect him, um, he's going to be a good enough rookie. He's going to. We know he's starting week one, and he's going to be good enough to support one high end wide receiver. So Corey Davis being in the low thirties and most rankings i'm seeing uh even in the 40s sometimes astounds me like give me the wide receiver one for probably a good quarterback uh yeah. i was uh i was we were i was doing a draft saturday night with a few other jet fans i mean with a bunch of other people but a few jet fans involved and uh you could see all of our boners as that in that first half as zach wilson was just slinging the ball all over the field hmm. well i'm go- i'm happy for all your boners uh, 28. I think he. I have him ranked higher than a lot of people do. I think he's going to be the best rookie this year, Devonta Smith. I think there's going to be loads of volume. I think it's going to be a. I think the Eagles are going to be a bad team, but you know, bad teams can support good fantasy players. We we don't care about how good the team's going to be. I have him my number one fan. Uh, my number one rookie. I like. I agree that I don't get why so many people or so many sites or whatever have him so well. Like everything in college, we saw he was like such a silky smooth receiver, great hands. Like 
like just great body control and everything, could catch everything. And he's going to a team that's probably going to have to air it out a bunch. And Jalen Hurts has shown that he can throw the ball around. So, like, who else is on that team that's going to get a lot of targets? Yeah. Uh, I, it, Jamar Chase is ranked 20 spots ahead of him in most rankings. Nah. Uh, now he's probably going to fall because it looks like that year he took off is creating a lot of rust. And obviously, we don't want to look too much in the preseason, but even in camp, they're just saying he's dropping everything. Uh, so it's not good for a wide receiver to do. Um, so we'll see. Uh, 29, Cortland Sutton. Uh, I think he's more talented than Jerry wow. Judy. I know Jerry Judy was only a, a rookie, so it's hard to say that. But Cortland Sutton had two years where he was looking phenomenal. Then injury bug happened. And then 30, Tyler Boyd, old reliable. Uh, I have him just wow. ahead of one of one of his teammates. That team's going to pass a lot. So it's crazy to have three Bengals in the the, thir- the top 31, but that's what it is. Wow. We, uh, we, we really differ a lot going forward. Um, it's crazy. Uh, all right. 21, Deontay Johnson. Um, I, I, I actually think I might now have him too low based on what you were saying, Brian. I have uh, him way too low. Um, 22, I have Tyler Lockett. Like you, like you mentioned, probably the most frustrating wide receiver to own last year, um, would get 50 points and then get one or like one, 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 50, one. It was, it was, it was, um, Number 23, I, I have him way higher because I don't even think you said his name yet. Uh, you said his teammate's name, but I think Jerry Judy is going to be the guy in Denver. Um, whether it is Teddy Ridgewater to throw him the ball or it's uh, whatever his name is, uh, the, the white guy who... Drew Locke. Drew Locke, thank you. I wanted to say Drew Sutton, but that's Cortland Sutton. Um, I think Judy showed a lot with a little last year, and I'm hoping that he just progresses in being the number one guy. Dude looked good. Uh, 24 Cooper Cup could be way higher. Um, I like Robert Woods with Matt Stafford, and I do like Cooper Cup with Matt Stafford. But you know, I just, I just think Woods is more consistent in getting a lot of receptions. There are games where Cup just disappears and doesn't do anything. But maybe a little change with uh, with Stafford uh, at QB. I like QB. red zone ability, and he get you. He'll get you a lot of touch, a lot more touchdowns. We shall yeah, see. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing away last year, and I'm looking for the upside of two, three, two years and three years ago. I'm hoping, just hoping, his ability shines with Stafford. I hope so too. I, cause I, I do like Cooper Cup, and I would like to see him do well for sure. Um, number twenty-five is you said old reliable Adam Thielen. Uh, the dude just keeps doing what he's doing um, with Kirk Cousins every year. The guy could throw for 180 yards, and Adam Thielen would end up with 140 of them in a touchdown, and it's just it's just weird, just very weird. But I really like Adam Thielen, and he probably will finish higher than, than number 25 this year, based on you know just past whatever he's been doing. Uh, 26 Chase Claypool. That offense, as we've mentioned, should get better this year. I'd like to see not only Deontay Johnson have a, a good season, but Chase Claypool. I think, as we mentioned, Juju is dropping in our um, in a lot of our ranks. Not that he's saying he's a bad receiver, but I just think both of them has leap. Uh, Johnson and Claypool have leapfrogged uh, Smith Schuster as the better wide receivers in Pittsburgh. Number twenty-seven, Devonta Smith. 
I thought he was the best receiver in college and should have been drafted first of all of them. Uh, I don't care about his size. I don't care about anything else. The dude is ridiculous. You watch the tape on him. He looks nuts. And Philly will air the ball out. The other receivers are what? Rieger and who else? No one No one knows. They're, 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 they're useless useless targets. So it's like Dev- a Queens of the Stone Age song. <laughs> Devonta Smith will be the guy. And I just can't wait to see him play in the regular season. Number 28, Kenny Galladay. Um, on another team... He would probably be a bit higher, but we can't trust him with Daniel Jones and that Giants offense, so he drops near the bottom of the 20s. Number 29, Odell Beckham Jr. It's You're right, it is really sad. You know how hard it was for me to not just put him higher because of his name and what he did in his first few seasons? But he's with the Cleveland Browns, and they like to run the ball a lot with two running backs, so they're not going to throw the ball that often, and Odell's just not going to get the same looks that he was getting when he was on the Giants. And to round it out, number 30, Robbie Anderson. Just got himself a nice two-year extension from the the Panthers. And uh, Quarterback question. Turned, him, turned himself into a real... <laughs> yeah, but he turned himself into a real good <laughs> possession receiver. I'll tell you that. He is he is like a very reliable target. You know, between the numbers, outside the numbers, pretty much anywhere you want to throw it. He, Robbie Anderson's there. So I really like what he's been doing. And uh, he helped me out a lot last year in, in one of our leagues. So... I like Robbie. Okay. My number 21 is uh, my second-year breakout candidate, T. Higgins. Um, I think before Burr got hurt, it, it, it was just like they were – it was pretty much just him and Burrow, and they were going nuts every game no matter – and defense was new to chime in on them, and they couldn't do anything to stop him. Uh, 22 is old reliable Adam Thielen somehow gets 10 touchdowns this season. So he'll, he'll probably or eight ten touchdowns again, probably. Uh, Twenty three, Jamar Chase. Uh, this rust, this uh, training camp anti hype is getting me worried, but uh, <laughs> I guess stick to my stick to my list that I made up. Uh, Twenty four, Brandon Ave. Uh, great for that offense. I think he still. I think he still gets a lot of touches in that offense. Would have. Uh, I mean, what other receivers do they have besides him and Kittle? trying to think not really anyone that's just off the top of my head so he's gonna get a lot of touches and they find open space for him so he racks up a lot of yards after the catch uh 25 kenny kenny galladay i guess really like the receiver although he he just likes to not play and like, be <laughs> like just hurt enough to not play um was that him uh, or was that the Lions? Like, do we do we know for sure that it was actually him or was it the stupidity of the Detroit Lions who have it was made probably the Lions who have made probably wanted, it was probably like something with like paying him or something. They, they have made two of the greatest players of all time basically retire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Giants kind of worried me a little bit, but I I still think he'll he'll get a lot of uh, a lot of play. And then twenty six when I find it, uh, twenty six Jerry Judy. Um, I I have him slightly above uh, Cortland Sutton, even though I really like Cortland Sutton last year uh, and the, the year before, well, and before he got hurt. But I was your boy. Uh, oh yeah, who's my boy? My rookie boy two years ago. Um, I think Jerry Judy is just a better receiver, and I think I think he'll eventually he'll just outshine Cortland Sutton. Uh, Twenty-seven is Odell Beckham. It was very weird going through the first couple of rounds and not hearing his name of a draft. Uh, 28 is DJ Chark. Um, 
they're going to be behind a lot. They don't look very good at all. Uh, the the Jaguars, even last year when they were 115, their receivers still were rosterable uh, with Gardner Minshew, and their running back was still rosterable, uh, even though they were a shit team. So I think that happens again. DJ Chark is the guy. 29, Robbie Anderson. We don't got to talk about him anymore. And then 30, Cortland Sutton. That's DJ Chark is definitely uh, one that uh, surprised me for sure. I, I, um, all right. I don't think I'd, I would have a lot of qualms drafting him. It's just for whatever reason, he gets me the heebie-jeebies. I honestly, I did not rank him in the top 50. And it seems weird. Wow. And it seems weird. I, I, only, I actually did put another Jacksonville Jaguar on there, but it's not DJ Chark. Okay. I put three Jacksonville Jaguars in my top 50. That might be a problem. And I know who they all are. But <laughs> it is not because I think they're all going to finish there. It's because I didn't know which ones were going to be the good ones. Oh, I you lied. I lied. They I put, I put two. Potential. I put yeah. two. I put two. I, I apologize. I saw one at the bottom. That's right. Oh, you're a lying bitch. I am a lying bitch. Sorry. They all have potential. So. All right. All right. I'll get to it. Um, 31, I had Jamar Chase. Uh, it's low comparatively to a lot of rankings, but there's three good wide receivers. I think T. Higgins is is the best mm-hmm. and is going to even have a better year this year. And um, Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd are around are going to be around that 800 yard mark, in my opinion. I mean, so which that, is still fantastic for a rookie if he does that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, but that usually gets you around the 30. You, you're going to finish around 30 if you have 800 yards and maybe like four touchdowns or whatever. Um, 32, Brandon Cooks. Uh, just on the chance that Watson plays, Brandon Cooks is top 15. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it based on that, though. I, I, had, I ranked him based on Schmuck McGillicuddy throwing him the ball. I know, but, but if, if you do get, and hopefully... Actually, we're not going to know. It's the NFL. We're not going to know until the, you know, the team trots out on the field week one, and then Watson's not there. Even then, we're not going to know. They're going to keep putting. Yeah, we'll see in a week. But uh, just in case Watson plays, Brandon Cooks will be a top fifteen. I mean, it's just going to happen. He's the only wide receiver on that offense, and Watson's amazing. Thirty-three. You know. Questions at quarterback, Robbie Anderson. Anthony's right. He turned himself into a possession receiver with a possession quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. Can Sam Darnold support two top receivers? We'll see. There's questions. Number (laughs) number 34, Chase Claypool. Uh, I clearly have Deontay Johnson as number one, far ahead of him. And Claypool, you know, it's, it's, he's the deep threat. He could, but I feel like every time we, this goes all the way back to what's his fuck that kept getting suspended, that had that one really good year, his rookie year on the Steelers. Oh God, the, why can't I think of his name now? Yes, wow, he's so out of our. Memory banks. Every year, it was I like, oh, if he last name was Bryant. Yeah, Mar- Martavius. Martavius Bryant. Yeah. Thank you. I think we always chase Steelers deep threats, like it's some distant pass where 
Oh, yeah. Uh, ben Roethlisberger knew how to throw the deep threats. <laughs> so for that, I, I think he's a phenomenal receiver with the wrong quarterback on the wrong team. Give me the possession guy. Um, 35, DJ Chark. Could be way too high. Could be too low. I don't really know. So I put him 35. <laughs> 36, Jerry Judy. He'll have a better year than last year. He did not have a, good, a great year last year. He did not have a great quarterback last year. He won't have a great quarterback this year unless Teddy Bridgewater. I'll say it's the same quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he'll have the same quarterback unless Teddy Bridgewater plays. And then you're hoping that he turns into the Robbie Anderson of the team. So, because he's more of a route running possession guy. So we'll see. Um, 37, Antonio Brown. Probably too high, but Brady, uh, him and Brady just went off the last few, the last game of the season and then throughout the playoffs. Well, he only played one game in the playoffs, right? So the one game in the playoffs. You know, he scored a touchdown in the fucking Super Bowl. And, man, I wanted to bet that, and I didn't do it. I, I knew he was going to fucking score a touchdown. I knew he was going to fucking score a touchdown. He fucking scored yeah, a touchdown, that asshole. Same thing with Gronk first touchdown. I was like, it's got it's got to be Gronk. Oh, that was the bet. The bet was Gronk and Antonio Brown both to score TDs, and it was like plus fucking ridiculous. And I'm like... That's not that. Anyway, that probably will happen, but I'm not gonna bet that because that's stupid. Because yeah. it won't happen, and then it fucking happens. We're stupid for being stupid, not that. <sighs> um, so, I think a full off season with him and Brady, he's gonna be the possession guy in that offense, um, and take a little away from Godwin, while Evans is the touchdown guy. Uh, Thirty-eight, Juju, you've fallen so far. Your internet antics, I think. Kind of playing out on the field where defenders are teeing up on him and like really trying to shut him down, and the team's kind of sick of him. And, uh, you know, he said he wanted to be more of an outside receiver this year. His team straight up said no, uh, <laughs> which isn't a good sign. Uh, I, th- I-, I don't know. I think Juju falls off the map, and we're like, oh, this guy who started his career pretty good, what happened to him? Very um, possible, yeah. Curtis Samuel, Curtis Samuel, thirty-nine. Uh, last ten games of the season, he was a solid wide receiver too, like a top-end wide receiver too. Uh, and I don't think Washington paid him a decent amount of money to just use him as a regular wide receiver. So if he does another two hundred fifty on the ground, like he did in um, Carolina, you know that that's a good supplement to his maybe six to 700 yards uh, through the air. And then 40 is uh, the most disrespected receiver in the NFL. Um, these days he's being disrespected for a very different, some might say uh, justifiable reason, but still a different reason. That is Cole Beasley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only guy that could put up you know, 967 yards last year on 82 catches. And ESPN and Fantasy Pros both have him. Let's see where they – see where his average draft position is. 57. So I will say I I wanted to – I had him in my high 40s. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. They got Emmanuel Sanders on that team now. And I'm like – Oh, fuck. I'm like, there goes a lot of his targets. And it just pained me. But I didn't rank him in the top 50 because I'm worried wow. about... 
I'm worried about Emmanuel Sanders really eating in. They're, they're similar route runners. Like, I'm not... I, I don't... I, I'm just worried. And I love Cole Beasley because he did a lot for me last year. But I couldn't do it. No, they are, they are similar. Um, for sure. I do have to believe that Allen and that team just loves Cole Beasley. Because usually when somebody like goes cra- like just goes off on social media like this, like the teammates start separating a little, and no one's really you know you haven't heard too much you know Buffalo is getting tired of Cole Beasley talk. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but you're right. I didn't even think about the Sanders part. He will definitely eat into some of his stats for sure. Sanders is still a good receiver even at the age 34. Yeah, just that worries me, and I like Cole Beasley. Um. All right, so that was he. He was your forty. Yeah. All right, so thirty-one. Again, it might be too high, but uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, three—that's three Steelers in the top thirty-one. Probably not going to happen. Uh, Juju will probably be the non-beneficiary of the the three, so thirty-one might be a little bit too high for him. I, I just. I thought he wasn't going to be on the Steelers this year, to be honest. I thought at some point they were just going to, like you said, with the antics and all the bullshit, they were just going to fucking get rid of him. But he's still there, but he's the number three option on that team. Maybe even number four if Najee Harris could, uh, you know, become like a really good pass catching uh, back for them. Who knows? Um, number 32, you guys didn't say I'm surprised. Uh, well, John didn't go yet, but uh, Will Fuller. Um, I know he suspended one more game. He's going to miss the first game of the season, and we don't know what two is going to do, but. Will Fuller looked amazing last year before he got suspended for uh, performance-enhancing drugs or whatever the fuck he was taking. And I know John's very upset, shaking his head right now because uh, that ruined his season. But Will it was like I, it was my last trust of him, and he was doing so good. <laughs> Same here. He was my wide receiver one. I mean, I still won the league, but uh, he des- he decimated my wide receiver core. But he's, that was already decimated. I lost my top three receivers. I somehow got Deontay Johnson in a trade. So I ha- I was rolling in the playoffs with him, Fuller, and Curtis Samuel with somehow an electric wide receiver group. And then I lost I lost him. And uh, I think Curtis Samuel got banged up. So I was starting Deontay Johnson and then just two no-names in the playoffs. Look, it worked out for you because you ended up winning. But look, I like Will Fuller. Uh, I really hope Tua actually can show something. This year, uh, I know, you know, people give a lot of shit for last year. I'm giving him another opportunity, obviously. You have to give him another opportunity. And I like okay. what Will Fuller showed, even like years prior before getting hurt. He always showed that he was electric. Um, number 33, I'm crazy high on him, and I'm crazy high on him after last night. It's Marquez Calloway. My man is going to be the number one receiver for post-LASIK Jameis Winston. And you saw what he could do. The dude went 9 for 10, two touchdowns, dropping dimes times last night making the case for QB1 over Taysom Hill it's going to be the Winston and Callaway show Winston and Callaway <laughs> baby I'm loving it it's, it's a very exciting time in uh, in New Orleans um, number 34 I I I was going to put him a lot lower because he's probably going to miss maybe the first six games of the season who knows less maybe a little more but I put Michael Thomas 34 um, tell me you wait, wait, wait. I thought it was like 10 weeks. No, they said he could be back as early as October. So it depends on when, I think the Saints bye week is like five or six. So it's 
it depends on like do they bring if does he is he progressing enough to bring him back prior to the bye week or that he getting close enough they hold him off after the bye week. That's that's what I was reading. Um, but if you can get Michael Thomas as like I don't know your number three or four wide receiver and you sort of stash him and you deal with uh, you know whatever you drafted above and someone below like. If you get him back week seven, week eight, just imagine you have a number one wide receiver on your team to pair with, let's just say, like a, you know, like a AJ Brown or a fucking, you know, DK Metcalf. Just imagine having that. So I couldn't drop him too low because his talent will shine at least starting week seven, week eight. Um, number 35, he was my first Jacksonville Jaguar, LaVisca Chenault. With Travis Etienne, et did I say that right? Uh, going down for the season with a list Frank injury, getting shut down. I feel like he could sort of step into the role that maybe Etienne was going to do at running back. And he also looked really good last year as a rookie. And I think he's just going to get better and better and be more involved in offense um, in the passing end. And, of course, I think in the running game as well. So I like him at 35. Number 36, Antonio Brown could actually be higher. We saw what he was doing with uh, Tom Brady. It's only going to get better with Antonio Brown and Brady, as long as he doesn't do anything stupid. Number 37, Jamar Chase. Finally brought him to the table. Um, I I actually put number 38, Tyler Boyd, as well. I think, as Brian said, they're going to be the by far 2-3 and three in that offense compared to T. Higgins as number 1, especially with Burrow at quarterback. Number 39, Debo Samuel. Another good wide receiver in San Francisco. I think that offense is going to look really good this year with uh, Samuel, Ayuk, uh, Mostert, and Kittle. All healthy. And number 40, Brandon Cooks would be way higher, but we don't know who the fuck is throwing him the ball. And that offense just looks like a just a massive pile of garbage. Like, pure diarrhea. It's, it's awful in Houston right now. Agreed. Alright. Uh, 31, Chase Claypool. 32, Deontay Johnson. Should be way higher, though. Um, I got I got red pulled on Deontay Johnson. Uh, 33, huh. uh, Corey Davis. Uh I thought I was being a little bit high as like a Jets boy, but apparently not. You're a Jets boy. Well, yeah. Uh, 34. Where is it? Uh, right after 33. Oh, uh, Curtis Samuel. 34, Curtis Samuel. Uh, drafted him as like my fourth receiver in one league, hoping that that goes up a little bit more. 35, took him as Mr. Irrelevant in my draft because I had a 12 pick. Marquez Callaway. Uh, nice. Hoping that's going to be the, the pick of the draft right there. And. I, I got I got was super torqued for those both of those touchdowns. Uh, thirty six Debo Samuel, thirty seven Juju, uh, thirty eight Mike Williams from the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, just catching a lot of deep balls from Herbert this year, hopefully. Uh, thirty nine Antonio Brown, as long as he doesn't do anything dumb. And then forty Michael Pittman. Nice. As Finally, as he... a uh, a Colts. I did not rank one Colt. Oh, I ranked two Colts. Uh, I just felt like Michael Pittman, he's a bit more of a uh, possession guy, which Carson Wentz likes, and doesn't die almost every week. Like again, again, like, mentioning how hard it was to, like, not rank someone. Not, like, not seeing T.Y. Hilton's name on my list, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. The the one I really wanted to rank was Paris Campbell, but I'm like, well, he's, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, shown, two, he's shown he could play two games in, in the NFL. <laughs> So that's probably not realistic. Um, speaking of Will Fuller, I have him 41. Uh, yeah, that 
Wells Fuller could be a guy that you pick in the 10th round, that uh, 11th, 12th, whatever, near the end of the draft, that uh, you're playing as your wide receiver two, wide receiver one, week four. Uh, but he also could have been inflated by Deshaun Watson, who, you know, by all intents and purposes, was the guy who lifted Will Fuller up um, and just found the end zone with him constantly. 42 is Michael Thomas. I couldn't not rank him. Anthony said it. You're hoping to get seven fantasy weeks out of him and be in the position to make the playoffs with uh, him being somebody you picked as your wide receiver four that winds up being your wide receiver one. Marvin Jones, 43. There goes my second <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguar. Uh, he seems to have a good rapport already with uh, Trevor Lawrence. And I think a lot of rookies like that big body receiver that has shown in the NFL they could get to 900 yards every season. It's kind of just a security blanket uh, type thing. Gotta have a security blanket. Number 44, Jarvis Landry. Um, so so much of me didn't want to rank Jarvis Landry, but I know he'll finish 10 spots higher than this. He always does. Jarvis Landry always finishes at a wide receiver three. The only problem with him is he will not have one game over 15 points. He'll just keep pounding that 10-point game button. Uh, and it's not fun. It's not sexy, but he'll finish as a wide receiver three. He's the uh, Frank Gore of, running, of uh, wide receivers. Pretty much. 45, Debo Samuel, uh, another guy who was injured last year, um, was very good the year before that in his rookie year, I believe. Yeah. And... Um, could be stepping into a very good offense. LaVisca Chenault, number 46. There's my third Jaguar. Don't feel good about that. Um, and it actually autocorrected to LaVisca Chenault. So three Jaguars, a little low-risky of me. That was really bad. Oh, boy. Womp womp. Um, oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. Chenault, um, they're, kind of, they're kind of using him in a Curtis Samuel type way that he was used last year in Carolina. Um, where they're just going to put the ball in his hands a lot. Same goes for number 47, Jalen Waddell. Uh, I think he could really jump up the rankings, and I have him a, a little too low here. Uh, you know, if they try to justify him as their top 10 pick uh, and really get him the ball, I, he's pretty electric. I, I think I could have put him as high as 30 and felt fine about it. And I was doing my rankings and just forgot about him and just shafted him in at 47. <laughs> 48 is going to be my Mr. Relevant in a lot of leagues. Darnell Mooney loved his route running last year. Uh, it's just too bad Trubisky could not get the ball within five yards of him. <laughs> but that's that not happen. his fault. Hopefully with a good quarterback. I think he's going to be a really solid rod receiver too on that Bears team. Uh, which is, you know, going to lead to a decent flex season. I, I think he's a guy you want on your team. 49, Marquise Brown. I mean, crazy that he was getting drafted probably as a top 15 wide receiver last year. And now I, I had trouble putting him in my top 50 and then just felt like I was leaving out a name not doing it. Uh, and then 50 is McCole Hardman. Because of the upside. Uh, 
they're going into the season. He's their wide receiver too. He's on the best offensive football, and uh, they're going to give him a chance to prove it. I think. So he has the opportunity. Whether he's good enough, we'll see. But I want a guy, if I'm picking near the end of the draft, who has an opportunity to do something. And then there's like ten names where I just felt really bad about not having on my list. So that's how deep it is this year. Yeah, I was gonna say like a lot of names that you had on, on the list, like Jalen Waddle, like wanted to put him on there, just just couldn't make it, and like I felt really bad about not doing it, but. Look, that's what it is. I mean, just because they're not in the top 50, does that mean I'm not going to draft them? Not necessarily. If it comes down near the end, then it's like Jalen Waddle and maybe one of these guys that are like, uh, I might go Jalen Waddle just to fucking, why not? Shot in the fucking dark. He's a rookie. Who the fuck knows, you know? That's sometimes what you do. Get those like uh, those high possible high upsides in the really, 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 really deep rounds. But, uh, sure. all right. The top, the top guy I left off that I feel bad about, besides... Callaway because I made this before that game where he went off. Uh, the top guy was uh, Michael was Michael Gallup. Well, he could obviously have a very comeback season if uh, if all stays healthy on the Cowboys. So that that was my. Ooh, I feel weird. I feel bad <laughs> leaving him up. Well, let's, let's, let, we'll get to Michael Gallup in a second. 41, I have Cortland Sutton. Um, I think Jerry Drew is a better wide receiver. I don't think this team can support two wide receivers with either Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke. So I'm going to go, I went Judy, Judy over Sutton. So he's my 41. Number 42, Corey Davis. The Jets look like they have a good quarterback. So Corey Davis looked pretty good last year, finally coming into his own after many years of disappointment. Um, had the opportunity. Uh, Curtis Samuel looked fantastic every week. It was like, who the fuck is this guy? Why is he? Con- I mean, we knew who he was, but like, how is he continuously just doing this and getting all these points? And now he's on a team that you know maybe can suit his needs just as well with Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. Uh, they'd be stupid not to use him the way the Panthers were using him last year, and like you said, they gave him enough money to do it that way. Number forty-four, Elijah Moore. I think the Jets stole him. In the draft, in the second, in the early second round, um, what a, the kid looks good. I, I'm excited to see him, Corey Davis, uh, lined up ne- uh, on opposite sides of the field with Zach Wilson as quarterback. Uh, like I said, high upside when you're getting this far down. Number 45, Michael Gallup. He was my darling last year, who fell out of favor because well, he didn't really fall out of favor. Dak Prescott got hurt, and there were a lot of mouths to feed. I really thought Gallup was going to be the guy, but they drafted CeeDee Lamb. That hurt. I think Gallup anywhere else would be a top 25 wide receiver, top 30 wide receiver on another team. Uh, number 46, Darnell Mooney. Um, jumping on the bandwagon with Brian. Uh, the guy looks good. Trubisky sucks. Uh, Foles sucks. They all sucked. They couldn't get him the ball. Fields got to play. Just let Fields play. Just Once he plays, Mooney and Robinson will look good. Uh, 47, Michael Pittman. It was difficult to uh, leave off T.Y. Hilton, but I think Pittman is the guy that well, I think will gel most with Carson Wentz going forward. So, and he showed some real good promise last season um, with uh, Brissett and uh, Rivers at quarterback. I mean, it wasn't Rivers, but Brissett's there as well. Um, number 48, Marvin Jones Jr. I did put two Jacksonville Jaguars on the list. 
Marvin Jones over DJ Chark, though, because I think Marvin Jones, like you said, is a safety safety net. He has done it consistently year in and year out for many seasons, like Marvin Jones. Number 49, Russell Gage stepping in to where the number two, for where Kelvin Ridley was. Julio Jones is gone. Should be more targets for Russell Gage. So in an in a offense that I think will throw the ball a lot, he should definitely find himself some uh, some numbers. And number 50, this was tough. It was going to be Waddle, and I ended up taking him out and putting in Henry Ruggs the third. Um, we don't like the Raiders. No one likes the Raiders. But he did show some deep threat skill, and maybe he can like just mature a bit, and Derek Carr and him can get a little bit of connection. I know Darren Waller is like Derek Carr's boy, but uh, I think Ruggs can step in and maybe you know take it to the next level. In his uh, in his sophomore season, but again, number fifty. It's pretty crazy how how deep we've gone. Yeah, uh, forty-one. I got Will Fuller. Will Will Fuller. Uh, I just don't think his game and two his game matchup uh, that great for them to uh, really put up a bunch of points together. Uh, forty-two. Devonta Smith. Forty-three. Marquise Hollywood Brown. Uh, yeah, ranked way too high last year, probably. Ranked a little bit too low this year, so we'll actually be in the middle. Uh, 44. Did I skip 44 by accident? <laughs> Usually it's after 43, John. Yeah, I know. I just I wrote down it's a like bunch your of names. It's 13th floor on a cruise ship or a hotel. You just, you just skip right over feel it. feel comfortable. And your 44 is whoever you put next. Even if you put 45 next to it. Uh, no, I did things. Uh, 44, I'll go Elijah Moore, just because it rhymes. Uh, you're a jet boy. Uh, 45, Brandon Cooks. 46, uh, Jalen Waddle. 47, T.Y. Hilton. 48, Tyler Boyd. Uh, 49, Michael Gallup. And 50, Michael Thomas, just because I thought he was going to be out for a lot longer, so I just put him, put him at the end. I just, it's really crazy, like, once you get to, like, I mean, we were pretty, you know, like, separate, like, with our, our lists. I would even say starting, like, starting 15, 14 even. But, like, once you got down there, man, it really, like, anyone who says they could, like, rank someone and, like, oh, I trust these rankings more than, like, it's it's so difficult to be, like, Oh yeah, Antonio Brown's gonna have a better season than Cortland Sutton. It's like, it's really no no amount of analysis is going to tell you that one is really correct, right? Like, it's all it's all opinion based. Obviously, you do read, you know, do some research, but like, it's just insane to think that like how different, you know, just like how different it can be because it just really is just like a fucking crapshoot. When you get yeah. really far down so, there. So what if I pose this question? Seeing as how much we like a lot of these receivers, if you're going heavy wide, heavy running back, heavy tight end, and say you maybe you get a Mike Evans, an Allen Robinson, an AJ Brown, you get one one of the receivers that you have in the top fifteen that you really like. But th- for the most part, you're focusing. You you picked up a tight end in the second round or in the third round, a, a running back in the first, a, a, one of the top tier quarterbacks. Are you comfortable with just dart throwing five darts at your 30 through 50 rankings? Like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, 
I'm going to go with Jamar Chase, Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, Curtis Samuel, Marvin Jones, and like Jalen Waddle. Like I'm just picking five guys because I let my wide receivers go down so low. Yeah. And I don't have a I don't have anybody. I'm I don't have a DJ Moore in my wide receiver two spot who I know is going to be pretty good, but. I think one of those five guys is going to turn into a wide receiver too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, in my two QB league, um, I did two running backs, two quarterbacks, tight end, running back, and I just did. And then I did three. I had did Cooper Cup, who was my top receiver. So like, I was even further down than that. And it's a really deep league. And I just like my last few picks were uh, Marquez Callaway, uh, Curtis Samuel. Uh, so I, I forget who else. One other guy that like in that area. I think one, at least one of them is going to be my wide receiver because it's three receivers. My wide receiver three, and like I can put them in every time. Don't even have to think about it. Like at the worst. Yeah. It it is just crazy to think that like you can get the exact opposite of running backs. It really is like you can get like a. Like I said, like a Corey Davis, who's the number one wide receiver on the Jets, who, you know, look, they, they could have a good offense this year, or, you know, with Wilson, and I have ranks 42nd. Like, it's insane. It's insane. But, like I said, complete opposite of running backs. Um, man, definitely, as you can tell, you can wait a little bit on wide receiver and you can get yourself a good haul of guys in the mid mid level rounds. This is why we say going running back heavy early is, is important. I did I did a uh, I did a, a mock draft finally, um, and I went running back early. And man, I was I like that I like the team a lot, a lot with going running back early. You really look strong. I don't know the team just feels stronger when you have those top running backs and you have those like mid level wide receivers just. Strewn about your your roster. That's just the way I feel. But anyway, you guys got anything else on wide receivers or Yeah. I think I think we, we covered it. I think we covered what we needed to cover. Alright. So with that, you can find us at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter. Um we are fantasy lens podcast at gmail.com. We're available wherever you can find podcasts, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. And with that, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next time.